Hello and welcome to Tinis Guarda YouTube podcast series. And we are here once again to profile world performers, leaders and personalities that are changing the world with their unique energy and uh, I would say the special things that made them, I would say, go through the strengths and weakness and shine in a lot of different circumstances that most of people cannot do it. And um, uh, I'm very excited today because we're going to be portraying uh, someone that I met recently, but I have a, a lot of respect and someone that is out of the box as a woman in the arts and business world, but as well a mother and a, a, an inspirational uh, personality that crossovers the, the world of the arts, creative industries and business. So I welcome to our series, Carolina Conforti, that is joining us actually from Switzerland, but is an Italian with a background in a lot of different things and uh, that has been creating a fantastic, uh, especially platform around the arts that we're going to be highlighting more uh, during this interview. So she's the co-founder of The Art World and she was born in Napoli, one of the most romantic cities of Italy. And uh, as well, um, at the moment, in terms of the projects that you're going to be focusing is thearttalk.com. Mm -hmm. And you can find more mm -hmm. about her as well uh, in some of the things that uh, she's been doing in terms of the art world that you're going to be talking in this interview. So welcome to our series, Carolina. I'm looking forward to profile you and talk with you today. Hello, Denise. Hello to all your audience. It's uh, really an honor to be here with you today. Thank you. Grazie mille. So, <laughs> Carolina, so, so you have a quite unique uh, experience and quite unique profile because it's, it's really, you've been talking about, uh, first of all, your career comprehends a lot of different things, but as well, you have a fantastic cultural background and um, history as well. So could you tell us, start by your personal history, your personal education, and as well the background that brought you to where you are now? Thank you. Thank you, Denise. Yes, I, I'm Italian uh, and I, I, I'm, I come from one of the most picturesque uh, places in Italy or the south of Italy, which is uh, Napoli, as you said, as you mentioned before. So I, I was framed since my childhood from the beautiful colors and smells and history and art uh, from, uh, from the Mediterranean Magna Grecia. And uh, since then, I, I fell in love with art because, you know, wherever you go in a church, uh, there is something that grasps your soul. And while I was doing a course in Baroque <laughs> in Roma, I, I decided that this was what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. So then afterwards, I, yes, I, I went, I, I did all my uh, gavette art um, art dialogue gavette as we could say through through Paris London and a different uh, auction houses and um, and also all masters all master galleries which I this was my degree in ancient drawing fantastic and so so you put it very simple, but uh, there's a lot of things here. So you mentioned all the cities and all the different parts. And I know that Italy is a quite unique from the north to the south. Italy diverses a lot. So a bit if you could contextualize how did you start really after the studies getting immersed in the art world and a bit of your professional career? So I, I, I was actually, uh, I wanted to be uh, in, in the international career to become a diplomat. 
and I did a course in art in Rome. And I, I as I told you, I, I fell in love with the, with the with the history, but also with the with all these emotions when you see a work of art that makes you completely uh, be in a in a in a very uh, vulnerable space uh, and also. Um, many many emotions that they go through your heart and soul. So after that, I decided to you know to to go to Paris, where I I my degree was in ancient drawing. I loved ancient drawing at uh, the Saint-Cyr, and I worked at the Louvre uh, for a bit, and uh, and then going to Sotheby's in Paris for an internship. And, uh, and, and following up in Christie's in London. But while I was there, I was doing all these, you know, different little internships and working in these wonderful old master galleries where you can see canalettos, you can see all these wonderful masterpieces uh, and meeting so many people, which, you know, makes you, inspire you every day. And um, yes, so that was my, why I wanted to continue um, to be in the art world. So, and, and, uh, and especially uh, coming back to what you said about the art talks. So three years ago, I, I went, I was invited to see uh, the Jeddah 2139 art fair. And I, I fell in love with the contemporary art. And um, it became more or less a, a renaissance on my, on my own uh, being. And, um, and so we created the Art Talks a bit shortly after that. Wow, fantastic. So, so can you tell us, uh, so this emergence in the art world, and, and uh, I think for my audience, uh, they know that I've been having as well an art background, but I passed the technology and a lot of different things. So a bit of this experience, for instance, you have Christie's, you have the art world of old art mixed with the new one. And of course, Christie's is Christie's, but you have that experience. So from this experience, any, any kind of histories that you want to share with us? And then how you went from these histories then to create your own first ventures and first activities within the art world? Yes. So, you know, Italy, wherever you, we move, you know, it's a, a walking museum. So, you know, I, I live in uh, where I come from. I have three wonderful Greek temples that, uh, uh, and you, you have statues, old master pieces, uh, everything that, you know, that really inspires you every day. So for me, that was art, that was art. Then when I went to the auction houses, again, it's a different world. You, you live uh, every, every day a different, uh, uh, period of art history and so you you get to to know so many things and uh, and if you don't know you learn and you ask uh, through you know the different art experts and um, the, my, my background with the ancient drawing because I, I found the drawing extremely fascinating you know to see what there is before something is actually built or uh, or painted uh, the the I, that's why you see I think I, I adore the behind the scene, and this is what brought me now you know in the art uh, in the in the contemporary world is to the fascinating uh, moment to meet the artist to speak with the artist and to understand what is there what what did it you know what is behind the scene 
um, that I think for me is the most incredible thing about contemporary art. And um, as I said, I was in Artissima in Torino. I met uh, this gallery, which is from the Saudi Atar Gallery. Uh, I saw this artist that brought me to Jeddah. And I was in the middle of uh, the desert, Alula, in, uh, in, uh, back two years ago, three years ago. And uh, I was walking through this lost path of uh, work installation. Um, and I, I, I met the artist, I met with the artist and he told me what was all about uh, the, the, you know, what he created, why he created this lost path. And, and that for me was the, a magical moment. So it grasped my soul and I thought that I, I had to, I had to, understand more because as I said, I didn't know the contemporary art uh, and uh, I fell in love with anything because art, as you know, uh, Denis, it's very personal. So you, there, there is something that you like and nobody can tell you what you, you know, what you like, what you don't like. It's really, really personal. But what, the, what, what, what is beautiful is always the story behind each piece. It's wonderful. So, so I have a couple of questions. So, so on yes. this part of before you go more to your career and your, um, organizations uh, one of the things that the art world is that in the last uh, decades the art world is it initially was very conservative and i know that italy probably even more than france uh, and then like you said there's the art world the conservative part and there's the art world more advanced and now of course we went to the other extreme that is everything about nfts and, uh, and the more radical stuff so can you tell us a bit about the difference you found between like you said the historical more conservative but as well more traditional and then of course the more the, the the modern art and all this these changes because in the last 20 years the art the art world has been completely shaped by all the changes and of course now is is increasingly becoming digital as well which has i think is is something for people listening to us of course this is a channel as well about about technology and i think the art world is actually before nfts was one of the few uh, sectors in human that it was not digitized so it's the first time that we have some, and there's still actually a lot of the conservative crisis probably has been kind of radically pushing for things forward. But I would like to have this, how do you see these kind of uh, changes? Because yes. it's been a big change. Well, uh, I think the biggest change happened during the pandemic. You know, the, the world uh, of the art world was completely, you know, we, I always use this uh, sentence of a movie, we were lost in translation completely during the COVID uh, times. And I think, you know, we, 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 we were, we became a bit more humble, if we, if we, if I may say so. And so the art world, it is, you know, these auction houses, it's always, you know, fascinating to be there and also very prestigious because you, you could be also one day working in Christie's and you, or in Sotheby's or in any, in these wonderful auctions and you can say you can use it on your curriculum for the rest of your life but uh, it's it is you know quite it, it was quite uh, pretentious also you know so that, that was one of the changes and many of the galleries many many people were almost afraid to be to get inside you know to view this art also in many uh, galleries because they are so beautiful so so impossible to to to, to enter and and also because you need to to do um, you know you have to have um, a, quite a background in art history or in many in many in many other uh, knowing a lots a lots of, of uh, 
people around the world. But the I think the main change that we thought it was during COVID was you know being more humble. We had uh, we exchanged um, the art world impressions through you know even through different medias like Clubhouse. I think everybody was was shocked about using Bing and connecting to people that you could never even think about that you could earlier um, meet anywhere behind the screen. Nobody would see you. You would just hear their voices. It was also a bit scary, I think. I love to see people. I love to, you know, interact. And it worked, in fact, until until uh, until we finally decided to live uh, a COVID-free life uh, until now. But the main changes were also, that's why, you know, we, 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 we um, I started the art talks because it was to highlight those voices that nobody heard. Uh, and it was through different social media, as you well said, Instagram, you could meet incredible artists. The artists didn't have any more a gallery to, you know, to represent them. So they actually had to uh, market themselves in a, in a certain way. And, uh, and now we, are, we have seen that through these months, there are so many platforms that have been created by women because behind uh, the digital uh, world, and now we are also in the metaverse, uh, where you are now, <laughs> is, uh, um, is a bit more safer. Maybe uh, we are not so shy uh, to, to be who we are. I think that is a, is a very important thing, change that happened in the last few months. Yeah, it's, it's completely a change. So, so let's go right now. How did you start doing your ventures? I know as well that you are a mother and you have to manage. And I think sometimes, especially in the world of the entrepreneurs, family is not something that people really care, but I care a lot for that. And I think good balance is when you get all this balance together. So if you can tell us a bit how you went through these experiences to, of course, uh, start a family. I know that you as well went through separation, and but as well, I'm more interested in the bridge between that and then creating your own ventures and the projects that I want to talk right now. So recently, or you want to go a bit? <laughs> I think I'll leave that for you, but I, I think it's more personal. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I think you know having always a, it's a it's a big decision having a family and having children, and I wanted to take care of my my three beautiful children. So I I started this beautiful career in in the art world and. Uh, and then I stopped for a bit because my children were very young. And um, I have uh, a daughter also uh, with cerebral palsy. So I had to take care of, uh, uh, of her and you know, being her physiotherapist, ergotherapist, anything possible for my daughter. And, uh, but after that, you know, now they are, you know, they are teenagers and I could go back to what I wanted to do. And actually COVID helped me a lot because before I used to, also for a, a while, I, just before COVID, I traveled a lot and um, COVID made us as a family be together a bit more than, than usual, which was fantastic. And um, yes, so that helped me creating uh, the art talks. Um, I, I met uh, my partner and co-founder, Francois René, where we, through a Zoom and uh, 
and into you know through a zoom again we 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 created the, the art talks uh, highlighting the beautiful creativity that was around this last month to give a voice to those artists who didn't have a, a voice wherever they were in the art world this is my 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 always my first sentence uh, wherever you are in the art world the art of talks will be there uh, and, but not only those but also you know all my uh, to the president of crisis Dirk Ball, who is uh, so I try to, if we may say so, in a way democratize the art uh, world, uh, because I wanted to have to show the behind the scenes wherever you know wh whatever you are, if you are a curator, an artist, a gallerist, or the um, a famous artist or, you know, just an emergent artist or the president of a wonderful auction house like Christie's and to bring them together. Yeah, that's quite impressive because yeah. uh, putting all of these people together is, is a massive task and is a, a task that comprehends, like you said, understanding the industry, understanding as well the people and then understanding art and having all these different things. So from, from so you have the art talks and of course um, you have, this been kind of creating quite a lot of dynamics. You just had something recently in the World Economic Forum. So could you tell us, let's say from this starting and some of the highlights of what you did so far, but what is your goal with this project? So we, we as I said, we started with a Zoom. We, uh, I was, uh, going to meet an artist with the maybe the beginning of the second pandemic uh, in Bolivia and then Francois told me Carolina I think better we do a zoom <laughs> just in case you don't come back for Christmas so I said why not so this is how the art talk started and uh, since then you know you can see my first zoom uh, I, I completely I was so uh, so worried about talking in a, through a digital uh, device that I repeatedly said the same word for you know for for the entire forty five minutes, but uh, then you learn you know as you can see this you know now we are completely at ease to talk via Zoom but you know it's not very easy you know people are very they had to learn how to you know to speak through through a Zoom and not to be physically you know in Italy we we. We, you know, we we touch, we we feel the person by being together, and uh, you know there are so many emotions. And through a Zoom, it's a, it's always a bit difficult. So um, uh, this was my we we created so and since then it never stopped. The art talks never stopped. So we we had more than six hundred uh, artists uh, or curators and galleries. Uh, all all around the world, from America to Africa to to Asia and Europe, of course, and uh, and then we were going to uh, work for a magazine near Francois, and then again we said, why why should you know we can also do a magazine, and so we created the Art Talk magazine, which now we are at the fifth edition, and it's been partly uh, digital but also on paper for different, you know, for, you know, to create the, because of sustainability and because of COVID, no, there were no events until now. So um, now we're gonna have our next edition for Art Basel. 
First of all, congratulations. I, I actually start my career doing magazines and it's not an easy task, especially in this world of digital. Um, so, so I think, um, so let's talk right now a bit about the, the digital part of your work. So you touched the, the Zoom, we talk as well, we touch as well the, 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 the magazine and the digital components. Yes. But uh, how do you see right now this going? Because of course, we are in a very special moment for the art world. Because in one end, there's all these, like you mentioned, Instagram, Behance, all these massive platforms that actually create a lot of fantastic tools for the artists. But at the same time, and this is actually an interview that I did actually with the director of uh, um, the NESTA, the UK National Organization for Innovation. And one of the things we discussed is actually, there's a paradox is that, uh, for instance, if you look at, um, at the moment, there's 2,400 collections in NFTs but 90% is about CryptoKitties and uh, apes and things like that. So which is not necessarily really kind of would say, uh, well, that's fantastic attributes on that. And I'm, I'm as well part of this ecosystem, but as well, when we talk about empowering the artists and of course, Sotheby's as well and, and Christie's sold actually successful, the people for 50, 50 or close to $60 million. But when it comes to artists, there's around, this is actually data from, I think, last year, around 3 million artists worldwide, and most of them are on the verge of poverty. And this is official numbers. So it's quite a complex world. In one end, we have all these tools, but these tools are not really creating democratization in the right way for the artists and for the creators. So it's a bit like, I actually, I found a fantastic article recently talking uh, about the challenge with the gig economy and the creative economies that... Uh, Unfortunately, people are not uh, knowing how to use these tools to actually create revenue streams. And I think you and me probably are exceptions, um, but it's a big challenge. So I would like to touch this, especially in the context of the creator economy and the art world. Well, I agree totally with you. We are living, uh, I think, in a fee digital world that we are not going to go back uh, and we need to, uh, to, to embrace these two worlds together. It's very difficult, as you said, because if you are a, an emergent artist or you are tech savvy, yes, it's going to be very easy to be on a platform and to, you know, to upload all your paintings and to, to be and to market yours, to promote yourself. But what about those people that are a bit of a different um, tradition and all uh, the, 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 so it's, it's a very difficult or uh, we, we have also uh, artists in Africa that they don't have the same digital uh, abilities that we have here. So, you know, it's, it's in incredibly difficult for them to even have internet. So what happens there? So this is what we are, we are, you know, we met incredible people that actually uh, we have one that has been speaking always, Lisa Russell, she's teaching this artist how to use nfts how to how how that's education i think that's very important through education you can make uh, a stronger community and understand how to use this uh, this incredible uh, digital uh, world that we we live here the other thing is uh, I, I i think uh, I, you know all this digital it's a uh, also very important to be united. There are so many platforms, but it's all against each other, I think. I think it's important to support each other in this moment and, uh, and to create um, a community that the artists can really benefit 
but not, not only the artists, but also the galleries. You know, nobody has been thinking about the galleries. Um, the, there's been always a competition between each ecosystem, I think, and that art ecosystem. And I think it's important to, to connect before, you know, to, in order to find a solution. So I want to touch, uh, uh, yeah. you touch really about the ecosystem. Yeah. I just want to show you, but we yes. even, it's a paper, we did our, <laughs> one of our magazine, which is, uh, I, I love to show because again, as you said, it's beautiful to do digital, but it's always beautiful to have something in your hands. And uh, so this is the, the uh, our winter one, the Artalk magazine on Dirk Born. <laughs> we had them. That's beautiful. Yeah. I think it's really amazing what you guys are doing. Yeah, talk a bit more about that, yeah. No, thank you. And I, I have to say, this is all, you know, we are, uh, it's me and Francois. Francois is doing all the, you know, he, he is creating all of this, uh, all the layout. It's incredible how wow. managed. So it's, uh, thanks to Francois. We, we have amazing um, art curators, uh, galleries, um, that wrote incredible pieces and also uh, one of our was uh, amazing inspiring person is the Michael Klein uh, the ex-curator of the Microsoft collection that uh, um, that writes you know so many touching and inspiring um, are, you know from his own uh, experience and there is a lot of knowledge I think that's also another to to use all this knowledge from you know this uh, art expert that were there before us and to really um, make it you know as, use it as a treasure and to keep it always there for all of us not to forget i think it's very important to unify past present in order to to have a future so i want to touch one area very important yes. that you touched in your know, previous part of the interview um so there's an ecosystem and like you said we talk about the artists that i mentioned the challenge but mm -hmm. you mentioned as well the galleries and the museums and all these different things so there's an entire ecosystem that at the moment it's there's a for instance i i remember i did a study about the art the art industry and the entire art industry i'm talking about the official numbers are like 20 billion dollars something like that uh, per year so talking around now all the transactions and now just the the NFT ecosystem is around $50 billion. Of course, it's, it's partly a bubble. And a lot of these things, I don't know, is going to be working because of course there's collectives, there's a lot of different things, but it's really more than the double of the entire world, world art world. So I, I would like to touch, so for instance, from your experience talking with Sotheby's and, and Christie's and a lot of museums and, and with these artists and curators that you are interviewing and, and talking, how do you see this? Because in one end, what I've, well, I feel that there's a fear, but as well, there's in sense, okay, an excitement. But at the same time, there's still a lot of uh, lack of education and lack of understanding. So I would like to hear your opinion about all of this revolution that is happening around the art world. Well, uh, we've been talking and discussing with so many, you know, um, tomorrow I'm going to speak to the curator of uh, the British Museum, uh, Venetia Potter. Um, you know, th these um, curators, they are it's again uh, me using the zoom for the first time so it's it's a it's a different world 
So I think, as you said, it's to educate people uh, using NFTs, but very difficult to educate a different generation uh, than us. NFTs, I think, are, again, very import important only if uh, used in a, in a way to, to really help the artist. And I think it would be um, very important to always have uh, the original and the NFT. You know, this is this is something I think very very crucial for the artist. Never to you know destroy <laughs> the original and to leave it only to you know to have NFTs. Um, I'm gonna have a talk on uh, uh, NFTs frames that you can actually download an app and have all your you know all your uh, NFTs that you bought through a frame. So next week we're going to have that at the Salone del Mobile, and I would love to have you <laughs> if you come. So we, I think it's it's. Um, I you know I'm not against. I think you know it's important not to be against, as I said again, to embrace this this world, but also to understand that art is uh, is uh, seen. Uh, there are different generations. That you need to to you know to welcome. You can't uh, live in the metaverse, but again, knowing that there is a world that doesn't have internet, you know, you need to educate all all of these communities first. Um, of course, they will come very very soon, but I think that there must be a lot of education to to in order to use NFTs for for uh, for a greater use. I think that. That is very important. So let me ask you a question directly to what you just said. So yes, you are part of this world, and uh, and I think one of the things that I find out is is not just about NFTs; it's about everything in the world economy. The challenge right now is that we have like these closest from Silicon Valley and from all these unicorns and and super unicorns and a lot of stuff, but we have really a lot of problems. Okay, we have still mm -hmm. seven billion people, and a huge part of people are still struggling with kind of just one thousand dollars per, per per month which is kind of and actually one thousand dollars per month is probably ten percent uh, of the world population uh because if you look at the rest most of the people live much under that so yeah. how do you see this and actually one of the studies i saw is that actually the challenges in a lot of these worlds of course we are from privileged ecosystems but how can we really make this happen because it's one of the things i try to do in this in this channel and i know that it's part of your talks are as well about sharing ideas, art, and uh, and as well beautiful projects and aesthetical revolutionary projects. But how can we actually create these dynamics that actually can create something more special and more, I would say, more dynamic in terms of really change? Uh, let's put it that way. Dennis, this is a <laughs> difficult question <laughs> because you know, for my, I, I'm in my philanthropic way, this this our aim, you know, our vision, our mission is to connect and to create uh, and to support all these emergent artists. Uh, but again, it's it's very difficult. Uh, it's a, it's a very utopistic. Uh, I think you know the. I'm, I'm trying to you know every, uh, you know how many artists uh, they ask me, Carolina, can you help me finding a gallery? Can you help me finding a space? Not not so much a gallery anymore, but the space. And again, it's not so, it's still very difficult because there are not so many spaces. And, uh, and again, the, the artist always needs the curator, uh, has to meet the curator. So this is what we do with the art talks. Actually, we connect them. We have a, a platform that everybody could connect 
to you know art lovers to art collectors to but it's not easy as i said it's not easy many times you know you need always an introduction let's you know let's be very transparent um not so many people are open to to give their time um so it it is a quite a challenging uh, moment and again there are there are these artists that are still um, followed, you know, chosen by some art, uh, very, very important galleries. So this is what you, you were saying, this is not going to change or it's, it's going to change very slowly. I think in order to, to really change, as, you, as I mentioned before, is to support each other through, you know, to give access uh, to the artist uh, to facilitate uh, they're, they're, uh, you know, they're promoting and marketing. The other thing that I didn't tell you, uh, tell you, Denise, is that I became just a couple of uh, uh, hours um, ago uh, sale uh, executive director for uh, the Ato platform, and uh, maybe that would be a way of uh, uh, unifying um, artists because that's that's what is important is the royalties, you know, the copyrights. Also with NFTs, it's very difficult. You know, you, you have to understand that many artists do it, but they don't know what are the, what are the legal, um, how, how it works. So this is, again, education. But uh, I think it's important that any artist could uh, have benefit from the royalties throughout their lives. That's very important. Yeah, I, this is a key element is how we can actually make this technology democratize and create a sustainable economy around the art world and around all the creative industries that we have around the world. So um, we're passing the time of the interview and I want to do a second one probably where I would like to talk more with talks and probably Francois and different people in your team. So from people listening to us, so. Um, can you tell us how they can get engaged with you? I just mentioned, first of all, congratulations with your new position, but how they can engage, get engaged with the, the, your magazine, with your project, with the art talks, and as well be part, because this is as well a club that you're building. And like you said, a part of the success on the art world is about the networking and the, the connections that you build. And at the moment, there's a lot of tools for that, but people are still not using it. So I'd like for you to highlight that. You know what I always say to every artist that I, I, you know, sometimes I find them on Instagram, I have to say, sometimes, because I, again, I, there is something that uh, conquers me, you know, and I, I, I that grasps my soul, as I said. But again, some other artists come to me and I always say, uh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to hear your art talk story. So from this, I always try to create through their exhibitions now via Instagram, via Zoom, via the art talks, uh, a, a little vernissage, virtual vernissage. This is how I, I'm, I'm doing it, where I, I, I guess, as I said, people that are from the world of the art world uh, or emergent artists uh, to be who they are and to know really their story or, you know, to tell us through their works of art, what, what is their mission? What is, uh, again, the story behind the story? But uh, to, to connect through the Art Talks or the Art Talk magazine, we, we have uh, 
we have uh, um, articles that are coming from from anything that that are happening during the you know the art world you know the art fairs or some amazing uh, curators that want to talk as I said as Michael Klein about an, an exhibition that he he went and what are his emotions so anything but it's it's a really a pure carnet des arts, you know, that you can be you. I think that is very important. Oh, that's fantastic. And I think that is the most important thing. So, so I think just to wrap up, and I, I want yes. to highlight the, the Art Talk. We so the Art Talk is an independent magazine, Carnet des, des Arts, to the family office in Impact Wealth and a lot of different things. So Tell us a bit more about uh, where they can find the URLs, about you as well, how they can engage. And I think show the magazine, I think it would be good for the people listening okay. to the video. Wait, yeah. I'll it again. <laughs> okay. Yes. So here we have, uh, as I said, it depends on how many articles they come. But we can we push closer to the camera. We'll, we'll use this, but I think just to give a context at least top level, because I think it's, it's like you said, yes. it's an object as well. So, yeah. so we have all our team, uh, dream team uh, that we, you know, that, uh, yeah. that are, as I said, curators or gallerists or uh, anybody in the art world, you know, even an art lover that would like to write and loves to write. We are welcoming every everyone. So, and but we we have uh, uh, here um, from Michael Klein to to skin. And, and photography from a very, very important artist in, in Italy. But again, the art talk is a global, is international. You know, so we talk about artists in Africa, uh, artists in, in Asia, or we have here even uh, uh, the sculpture garden of Edward James that we, we are so, you know, they send us these beautiful pictures. And they, they it's, it's about, with really no, uh, or we have, this is something amazing. We had an artist in Bolivia uh, that is uh, autistic. So this is also very important. The Art Talks and the Art Talk magazine are including what uh, any anyone that would like to write uh, or would like to express themselves. Uh, with There are no challenge, you know, with any challenges, the, 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 the art, language is the most important there are no boundaries for us so we we had an article with this uh, autistic artist that through the words of his mother um he, he he told us a bit about this the challenges of a, in a, a young boy that that expresses his emotion through art or we had art talks on the um, the blind uh, dialogue hub in, in London with the hearing um, impairment in Art Basel. We're going to do an art talk. So it's really everything. Okay. <laughs> so we could talk forever. But no, no, I... no, it's, it's wonderful. So, so, so I think what, what uh, this is the first, uh, I know that we're going to be doing a, a follow-up with our other uh, YouTube podcast series with Amrita. So well, first of all, I want to thank you and thank you for this energy and and uh, beautiful work, but as well, very precious work of putting the community together. I, I'm sure this is the first part that we're doing because this series as well are co-produced by Cities ABC and Cities ABC has a huge component of a marketplace that we're building right now for the art world and actually as well creating metaverse and AR, VR experience for the art world. And we're going to be working together. 
Uh, so yeah. But this for me, this is this is Dennis, this is the 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 beautiful reality. I'm I'm a bit a bit, I, again I'm a bit always against this 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 world that I, I cannot you know it's a very eph ephemeral uh, how yeah. do you say it in English because we can't touch it it's not tangible but I think you know what you're doing uh, is again to education it's an important education to to make people understand and be aware of uh, you know that here we can support them it's uh, and it's a, an honor that we could work together the same year because i think uh, with your network and as well especially knowledge because this is about knowledge you need to understand this i think for someone with your knowledge it takes a lot of work a lot of research a lot of things to understand this and to be comfortable with that so congratulations with the work with the uh, art talks with the, the community that you've been building and uh, we're going to be joining forces for a lot of cool stuff going forward so with grazie mille <laughs> grazie a te, thank you thank you thank you, thank you.